welcome to episode 163 of the Finger Guns podcast. It is the hottest podcast of the year, and that's not only because of the cast on tonight's agenda or the host. Ross is unfortunately away this week, so here I am now running main stage for one day only. Hello, how are you? Tonight we are joined by Mr. Miles Thompson. Hello, welcome back, host. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How are you faring, fair guy, in this fair weather? Uh, just about surviving, sweating everything off at the moment. It's pretty grim. But uh, yeah, otherwise doing all right. There's plenty of games out at the moment, weirdly, despite the summer lull. I've actually had quite a few to play. And uh, yeah, other than sweating to death, it's been all right. Thank you. How are you? Nice. I'm very good. Thank you. For, thank you so much for asking, Miles. I'm sure Ross is cussing you out now because you've asked me quicker than you'd ask Ross. Isn't he always cussing me out, though? It's just the way of the world. Very, very true. Well, we'll get into the games as soon as we can. But returning again, not his brother, but a brother from another mother. It's Joshua Thompson. Hello. The Hello. people have spoken and I am back. <laughs> or, or one of you. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> Hello, Josh. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm very good. 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 How are you faring in this fair weather? Uh, might be too hot, isn't it? It might be too hot. might be a bit might hot. might be too hot. Might be. <laughs> I think that is the uh, probably the most recorded TikTok of this week. Bit hot. Yeah. Might be too hot. Might be. <laughs> I don't blame Thanks, Josh. And returning once again is our newcomer, Tom Woods. Tom, how are you doing, my dude? Oh, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I know, I know, I know. How is it? You're in Scotland, aren't you? Yeah, still got to 32 here today, though. Oh. Rough Wednesday. Rough. Wednesday it is dropping back down to twenty, though. So, oh, good. A two oh, day, a two day peak. <laughs> so just get your tan on. Mm. <laughs> well, I hope everyone's staying hydrated and yeah, just faring okay. It's one of those weird things where if England has thirty degree weather, it it feels like fifty degrees. But if we were all in Spain, we'd be saying we're having the best holiday ever. Um, but. Let's not talk about the weather. Let's talk about our game of the week. Miles, what's your game of the week, good sir? Uh, mine is Loot Mancer. It is a game I'm currently playing on Steam and PC. Um, haven't finished the review yet. I'm currently partway through writing it. Um, so I'm going to try not to spoil too much about it. Um, but it is a cyberpunk roguelike loop focused game, clues in the name. Um, where you play as a grizzled police detective who six months before went through quite a tragic accident and lost his daughter and his wife was paralyzed from it, but he survived. And he's now trying to get to the bottom of how it all happened and what occurred and who was behind it and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of like a, a 2D side-scrolling type thing, but it's very vertical. So you go up and down levels. It's got a lot of uh, like hack and slashy type combat. It's nothing as in depth as like a Devil May Cry, for example. Um, but it's got guns, it's got Autobots, it's got mines, it's got gas grenades, it's got everything you could want in a, a hack and slash type game. And you get like cool powers that you can kind of swap out. Because uh, it's like a loot game, you carry some stuff over between runs. So if you unlock a weapon using the currency that you earn on a run, uh, during the run, it's then unlocked for you to then pick up and gather for future ones. Um, and then you gather cores through doing certain actions, which allow you to then upgrade your character to then make the further loops easier. 
funnily enough, the game was super fucking hard when it first came out. And while I was trying to review it, I was having a torrid time with it on normal. And I was thinking, am I just really shit at games all of a sudden? Or is this game really hard? And it turned out I logged on two days after to carry on playing it. And there was a big patch that was done. And the first thing on it was drastically reduce the difficulty of the campaign due to it being far too excessively difficult. And I was like, oh, that's good news. And then I promptly did an entire run first time without dying. So I was like, cool. Um, so it is still challenging if you play on normal, but now it's an actual fair challenge before it was a little bit bullshit. Um, but like I said, I'll have the full review up in the next couple of days. And I would recommend it. I think it's a good cyberpunk loop-based game, although I think loop-based games are getting a little bit oversaturated now. I think we need to take a chill pill on them for a minute, but I would recommend it. I think it's good. Sounds great. Uh, Josh, my dude, what is your game of the week? Uh, can we throw it over to Tom? Because I don't want to step on any toes because I don't know what his pick's going to be. And Because <laughs> I've got a couple that I can speak okay. about. Uh, oh. But if Tom's got one of them, I wouldn't want to snag one of them. So oh, go for Tom. Look at that. A true gen, a true gen. Okay, Tom Woods, what is your game of the week, my dude? Um, my it's the only game I've played this week other than Overwatch. Uh, Escape Academy came out on mm-hmm. Thursday last week. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Um, and it's just a fun little uh, escape room puzzle game. Uh, it's totally co-op. I did it with a friend. Um, it's pretty short. It was about three hours, but it's not overly expensive for that. <laughs> um but yeah yeah it was a good it was a solid time story was kind of whatever it had a plot but I wasn't playing oh, it for it, was it kind of whatever yeah oh that's definitely good news the story <laughs> was kind of whatever you know in brackets words anything yeah. too <laughs> yeah attribute the quote <laughs> I mean I think it exists but it's not the sole focus of it. The yeah. Sole focus, the sole focus is the, the puzzles that yeah, the puzzles are in the the solid. The, 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 there was only one like because they're all rated star wise, and there was only one five star one in there. And I was hoping for a bit more difficulty, but they're doing. They've got a roadmap out. They're doing two DLCs. They've got a season pass for it, and uh, in spring of next year, they're adding. I think like a competitive multiplayer puzzle solving thing to it but yeah it was it was worth a it's worth a shot on game pass and it's only it was about three hours i think it took us to to do it which is yeah it's an okay length for what it is didn't overstay its welcome but i would have liked it to be a little more challenging nice all right then and interestingly enough if you need any evidence we might live in a simulation that was actually Josh's pick. He has put in the in the chat. So Josh, take it away with your other choices of game of the week, or expand on Pom's Escape Academy. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not too much to expand upon what Tom has said. Um, I think I feel like maybe I'm a little bit more hot on it than Tom is sounding. Um, the one gripe I think I have of it is that there's no real play replayability. Um, I think I would have liked to have seen the puzzles maybe changing every time I try and go back to the same level, but it's not the answer is the same. Um, so, I mean, you can speed run the levels. Cool. Uh, I think there's some trophies or achievements that are tied to being quick or doing random things in the levels. Uh, uh, like you said, there's, there is a rope 
there will be more. It's just not too replayable. But for the price mark, it's not. It's like uh, 16.99 or 15.99 uh, in the UK, so it's not too bad of a price for what it is. Um, but the other game I was playing was uh, Time on Frog Island. Uh, so it's it's a, like a cosy Animal Crossing light meets Zelda game. Um, premises wash up on an island with a shipwrecked boat. Um, and your job is to remake your ship and get off the island. And this island in the title is all frogs, <laughs> all different frog characters. They've all got their own little houses, their own little jobs and their own little quests that you have to fulfill. And the kind of main goal is to kind of trade your way through getting all the pieces for your boat to leave shore. Or you could not leave shore and just kind of do the, the other quests where you kind of, uh, you're more just living on the island. Um, it's not as kind of free roaming as Animal Crossing is. It's, there's not like endless uh, possibilities. There is an end goal. Um, and other than that, it's and it's quite a short game. So you're looking at about four to six hours, maybe, if you're not looking at anything. Uh, but no, it, it was quite good. It was quite good. I think there's a few kind of bugs and glitches that force the purpose of some of the trophy trackers that it has in the game. It kind of lets it down by being a bit buggy, so you can't actually unlock them. And I think there is actually... Um, there is a bug where one trophy is unlockable completely. So nobody's like 100% at the game yet. Um, but I'm sure that'll be patched out soon. But if you're looking for a cosy game, similar to maybe like a short hike or something like that, uh, I'd give it a go, sure. Nice, sounds good. I remember you saying when first day you played it, you're like, this is kind of a you game. I like it. And we've got very similar tasting games i think josh yeah um but no that sounds really good it reminds the, the trailer weirdly reminded me a little bit of pikmin about the time like element to it like the time threat of oh my god you gotta get all the pikmin back on the ship and <laughs> day <laughs> oh, yeah um, there's, i mean there's like no time pressure but there is there is uh trophies related to time on how quick you can do stuff and really? then there is also a day and night cycle so this day and night cycle you you have to sleep at the end of the day because other villagers will go to sleep um weather changes how you go about your day because if okay. it's raining certain things don't grow or something like that oh. so you can't you can't trade things so it is a bit more of a puzzler than i'm kind of selling it as nice. um but like I said, some of the elements of the game are so specific that when it is a little bit buggy or glitchy mm. and you, you're trying to do what you need to do and you can't because of the game, not you, it gets a little bit frustrating. But, you sure. know, I think it's like £15. So, again, you know, you're not, you're not spending mega money. So it's, it's kind of forgivable a little bit that a small developer has kind of got some kinks to iron out. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, it sounds good, like you said, for the price point. Very nice, guys. Very nice. What have I been playing this week? To be honest with you, I haven't really been playing anything new. I have a bone to pick with whoever wrote the fucking guide for you. <laughs> I can piss off. And, um, yeah, I just, when I started Hugh, game of the week last week, I think, um, I just wanted it to be done in one in a day. 
and I I thought, oh, it's about a four-hour playtime, I'll be fine. I don't always read the guides from beginning to end just because of spoilers, things like that, um, unless I really, really feel like, you know, it's going to... Ha- did, I did the Guardians of the Galaxy guide from beginning to end because they were like, oh, the collectibles are a joke and you can't replay really the chapters. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, but I didn't think I'd have a problem with you. And Hugh really set it up as just go through the game and then you can collect anything on your way back, which is, you know sort of true except I've ended up playing the game almost twice because you can't level select you can only chapter select so if I've missed like a collectible in the fourth level of the third chapter I have to play all four levels again and some of them are infuriating so I've just been trying to what I thought was platinum that and then I then Josh very kindly pointed out to me in the blistering heat yesterday that it's only 100% but whatever, it's 100% on my... I can't leave it one trophy out. So now I have to play it. So I'm playing a level a night, like it's medicine right now. I've kind of dropped off The Witcher. I do need to get back into it because I know it's an amazing game. Oh, it's just too hot. It's just, do you know what I mean? I just want one and done games lately. Um, but yeah, all right, guys. Thanks for your games of the week. They all sound great. Um, are we ready for a quiz? Yeah. Always. Yep. <laughs> yep. I wanted to like put that little like you know like like yeah put like little sound and maybe just find it who knows. Um, so this might be our final hurdle quiz, a trilogy, if you will. Um, again, played on Spotify. Hopefully, everyone had a good time with the sound last week. And uh, yeah, if you don't remember the rules, what I'll do is I will play the first five seconds of the song. You're all free to buzz in during that time, okay? Either during the, the, the clip being played or a little bit after. I'm going to leave like a bit of a window for anyone to have a little think about it. Now, if you buzz in and get it wrong, you cannot re-guess until I start playing the next round, i.e. the 10 seconds. You do get a refresh. So I'm, I'm being extra nice here, okay? Um, <laughs> a lot of them are maybe a little bit simpler. Well, some of them, some of them, you know. Well, I don't think any question's a simple question. Um, well, of course, you even know what you don't. But uh, does that make sense to everybody? Because I know that Tom, no, I know that Josh, sorry, has not played a hard quiz yet. So Josh, is that very clear? Yeah, um, yeah. what should my buzzer noise be? Whatever you want. What do you want it to be, my dude? You could squawk like Toby. That goes Yeah, squawk well. like Toby. That's what. I think of something. All right. Think of something. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll go around. I'll go around the, uh, the group and uh, we'll get to you last, Josh. So, Miles, what is your buzzer for this week? I've gone back to the other one because last week you said I blew Bill's ears out. So. Nice. Okay. And Tom, what is your buzzer this week? Hold on, I need to get my app out. <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. Um, it is this. What a mansion! Oh, oh, nice. Josh. Oh, I'm not going to have a, a creepy, awkward sexual one from Ross this time. That's true. That's true. Well, we might still get. An- well, don't speak too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was only saying it up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess my buzzer noise will be <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I love it I love that okie dokie are we ready for the quiz yes can you confirm that you can see the post-it note that says finger guns quiz boop 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 you can confirm can you see anything else no no I can That's see it. all the answers 
<laughs> Josh has got the playlist out. Yeah, you can play this out. Um, okie dokie. All right. So, question one. I'm going to play the first five seconds. We'll go from there. Let me know what you think. Oh my oh, was God. that someone who buzzed in? Was that Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Did I did I press the wrong thing? No. Did no, you buzz? If you buzzed, you're in. Buzzed oh. you in. Is it, is it Tetris? It is Tetris. Oh, oh, God, I knew it. As soon as you stopped it, I was like, oh, he's going to come up with the right answer. I know what it is now. <laughs> I was second guessing myself. That's the problem with these quizzes. It's like you're dead certain and you're like, but is it though? Nice. Well done, Tom. All right. Question two. You got that in three seconds as well. Yeah, that, that was impressive. <sighs> that was impressive. Well done. Splendid performance. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> question, <laughs> question two. Oh, that man. Is five seconds. Oh. Joe, do we kind of get a guess every single second? You will. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so every single round. round. So you've yeah. got around this All right, time. I'm just going to throw no, out... No, 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 it's called first, called first. Otherwise, I'll take it from you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Josh? I'm going to say double dragon. Oh, no. It's not. Uh, okay. Hotline Miami. No. Is that because of the guess the game the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Tom, any takers? Yeah, I'll have a go. Sonic. Not two. Sonic. <laughs> it's not Sonic, I'm afraid. Three, four, five. Nine. The whole franchise. Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay, we'll go for 10 seconds. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Let's go. An absolute banger. Yeah, it is, isn't it? There's my alarm, I'd get up. I mean, it doesn't go much further than that. It kind of repeats itself yeah. in five seconds. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. a loop. <laughs> it's just telling us, it's mocking us. It feels like it, it feels like a trap. It feels like it's trying to sound older than it is. Uh... <laughs> Potentially, but Tetris is an old game as well. So I wonder if there's a theme going on. There isn't, but there was, I, I can see how you'd think that. Mm. I should have done that. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Miles. Undertale. It's not, no. no. Anybody else want to give it a bow? <laughs> oh, man? No, it's not. Did I hear Tom buzzing as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tom. Is it Shovel Knight? It's not, no. <sighs> Oh, well, we'll go for 15 and then... Well, if anyone's listening right now and you've already got the answer, I'm so sorry that this is <laughs> probably so painful for well, you. No, i tell you what was painful was the very first huddle quiz I did where I thought everyone would jump at Luigi's Mansion. Tom knew Luigi's Mansion straight away and was screaming at this podcast. I did get it, eventually. That, that song has been in my head for 20 years. A little bit more than it's like do 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 do. I mean, it's a 
It's a banger. Like I'm popping along. Absolutely pop. Yeah. Can, can we um, can we just play it again? I forgot to put my Shazam on. <laughs> <laughs> Asking Google, what does this sound like? <laughs> what does this sound like to you? Any takers? What a mansion, uh, Tom. So, uh, is it a Mega Man? It's not. I nearly put Mega Man in it. Oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, I do you know what? It's a fair, it's a fair shout. Yeah, I nearly it put is. Mega Man in it this week. It's a very good shout. But when you said... <laughs> Sorry, Josh, carry on and then I'll go. No, I was just going to say, uh, I don't know if Mega Man's Sega, but the kind of, it threw me off saying, no, it's nothing like that, so I didn't think it was Mega Man, but oh, yeah. side note. Um, I was going to guess Super Lucky Style. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> That game can die in a fire. <laughs> I actually love that game until now, yeah. Angie. <laughs> until. Until. Uh, Josh. Go any on, Josh. final guesses? I, release I want to say Final Fantasy VI. It is not, I'm afraid. <laughs> it is the Ninja Gaiden theme. Are you fucking joking? <sighs> Would we like never, to listen to it again? Never played it before in my life. Not, Ninja not the old like. stuff, anyway. No, yeah. I played the PS3 ones. Yeah, this would be like NES. That's, or yeah, NES. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. old school. Yeah. Damn. Old school. Well, never would have got that, so. Right, well, question three. Uh, let's go. Oh. I'm not sure who's played this out, out of you three. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I do recognise it, but not yet. <laughs> Only take us for five seconds. What a mansion! Tom. It's, it's not going to be it, but like Anamusha? No, it's not. No. no. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda? Nope. Josh, two, any takers? Two very different guesses. <laughs> yeah. Um, flower. Oh, what a shout! But no. <laughs> oh, I thought you got it there. <laughs> Me too. You know I've not played it. You I actually, fire. I played flower in university for somebody's like thesis. Flower was great. Yeah. 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 It was a free yeah. game back right on the PS3 at one point, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. No good excuse not to play it. Anywho, not flower. Let's go to ten seconds. <laughs> That sounds really emotive, doesn't it? Is yeah, that? I was I was way off of on yeah. Russia. Uh Miles. Baldur's Gate? No. Baldur's Gate? I don't know. I respect it. I respect the guess. I respect the, the thought first. I understand why you guessed it. Yeah. yeah. It's got like a fantasy feel to it. Have you ever played you haven't even played that, it? That and Kat talks about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be fair, I haven't I played a lot of the games I know the music too, so you know. Mm-hmm. So I do talk about Baldur's Gate a lot, just because it is the shit. So anyone else? Any takers before we go to 15? Nah. No. <laughs> Don't want to embarrass myself. Got to hear more. We're gonna go to fifteen. Okay. 
really feel like I know this, and I don't know why. Any takers? Any takers? Uh, Miles. Assassin's Creed? It is not, I'm afraid. Oh, I think my um, voice isn't picking up on the oh, is it not? speaker because it's a bit too loud. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Josh. No, no, it's all good. Um, Maybe if you like do an impression of it instead. Oh. <laughs> that was actually incredible. I love that. Josh? Heavy rain? Oh, it's not. Oh, no. it's a good guess. Yeah, it's that was a good guess, actually, because I, I think they do sound similar. I know Heavy Rain's too well, but it's too piano-y for that. Yeah. Oh, Tom, any final well. guesses? I'll, I'll go Detroit then. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Also no. a shout. No. Also a shout. Also a shout. I got nothing. It was Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh, oh that's that, why I was that thinking game. Assassin's Creed. Never. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, it's very like floaty. Very it's very Ubisoft yeah. sounding. Yeah. Anywho, question four. <laughs> First five seconds. Here we go. This starts off quite quiet, so I'm going to try and put it as loud as possible. Ready? <laughs> I got it. Hell of a baseline. That's so uh, good. <laughs> Miles? That's Detroit Become Human. And that's it, Connor's theme. It is Connor's oh, theme. As if, as if wow. it is the next one. That is. Yeah, I know. When you said it, Tom, I was like, so close. I absolutely <laughs> love that soundtrack. I, <laughs> I only guessed it because Josh guessed Heavy Rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll listen to the 15 seconds just to give a little bit because it is a great, a great it's, soundtrack. It's so yeah. True. So good that you got Connor as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me whilst I just flip my table. <laughs> very cool, very cool. All right, well done. Well done, Miles. John, I would not have got that one though, but fair play, Miles. That was a good shot. Thank you. <laughs> the speed. Okay. I knew it the second I heard the bass, I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, question five. Shit. <laughs> I don't think that's your voice, uh, your buzzer. No. <laughs> I know it and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's not me buzzing. That was no, Miles. Oh, no. <laughs> Miles, you trying to sabotage? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, it just abuses me. Oh. Any guesses? Oh. <laughs> Tom is on the tip of your tongue. I know that song. <laughs> Okay, we'll go to 10 seconds. Ready? In a world full of dead people. I feel like I've played it this year. Oh, I kind of want to go to Twitter and see if you have A day that's too hot. It's 41 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just flick through my thread at the top of my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> shall, I, shall I actually do that and see if you have? You want to be tortured like that? Uh, I, I, oh, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My quizzes are meant to be chaotic and oh. friendly. Not upsetting anyone. <laughs> I know, I know it, and I don't know it. <laughs> Okay, I'm just else? sad. I'm just sad that you've not picked any songs from games that I have played. <laughs> yet. This not is yet. a setup. 
is. Let's have a look and see if you have played it this year, Tom. Definitely, Anyone else? It's definitely something I know. Is that a clue to oh, it have, coming out this yeah, year? Yeah, you have. You have. Oh, what? <laughs> okay, are we going to 15? Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. So before Tom, to before Tom mind. checks his own thread, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. He's going to like looking <laughs> through his own thread right now. Like, which one is it? I'm going to find this to it right now. Shit. Ah, <gasps> oh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> is it Strangers of Paradise? No, because I haven't played that this year. Oh <laughs> shit. Ah. Uh. Chaos. Shit. Chaos. I love the impression of it. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is spot on. And, uh, okay, I used to got five seconds left of the game. Oh my god, I'm so annoyed. What the? Gonna kick myself, I'm gonna kick I know I am. Uh, I haven't buzzed yet. I'm still processing. Still processing. It's like right there and in, in i.e. checking Tom's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling his whole thread like Come Oh on. wait, no, because Miles is smart and he doesn't have Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's true, it's true. Uh, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> okay. Ready? I can, I'm I can count it down. I can fully hear it. <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> Miles. Unpacking. <laughs> No. no. Unpacking oh, no. is not that sad. No. <laughs> uh, Unpacking is a happy game. Bit, oh, bit more retro yeah. that as well. Yeah. I'm so upset. It is the soundtrack to Hollow Knight. Oh, oh no! no! Not only did I play that game, I obsessed over it for like two months. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. Oh, you I heard it. that theme so much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you became too desensitized to it. In my head, I was like, it's, it's some sort of platformer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, question six. Come on, guys, you've got this. Oh. Ah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> My, my app wasn't up. Okay, I will take that as your little squawk. Um, uh, that's Stardew Valley, isn't it? It is Stardew Valley, well done. <laughs> well, I was not going to say Stardew Valley, so I'm glad you went first. Oh. <laughs> well done, Ogie Dogie. Uh, question seven. Oh. What a mansion! Is it, is it Deus Ex? It's not, no. Mm. Anyone else want to buzz in at the five <laughs> second mark? No, I don't think so. No, not yet. I feel like okay. I know it, but. We're going to 10. We're going to 10. Ready? Is it Siphon Filter? It's not, no. Josh, the best part of yours is it sounds like you're just really excited to answer for the first half. <laughs> I more or less am. I'm, I'm about as excited as everyone else answering. Yeah, I think they it, got it. Overexcited to answer or annoyed you're on the cusp of. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. You're annoyed. 
Uh, anyone else? Uh, what a mansion! Tom. It's not a Metal Gear solid game, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. That's a good shout, though. It it's got, it's got some sort of spy. Mm, yeah, it has. Some sort of sci-fi. It's a very different game than what it sounds like it is. Okay. okay. Like when I'm looking at the, the screen like of the little soundtrack like picture, I'm like, you would never... <laughs> never what game is it? Yeah, I'll tell you. Right, are we going to 15? 15. 15. Oh, no. What a mansion. Is that Terraria? It is, yeah, well done. <laughs> it, it was that little like down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you see what I mean though? It sounds nothing like that. Yeah, actual that game game's music is. is weird. Yeah. When you actually like isolate music from what it is, it's amazing what music can do. But well done, Tom. Uh okay, oh. question eight, five seconds. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> That's Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. It is. Well it done. Is. Incredible. Well done. When the Tom said it, it's the second time I guessed. That's why when you said it, I was like, no, that's not Metal Gear. And then as soon as I had like the little ding, I was like, that. Yeah, is. that's the intro, isn't it? It's yeah. open and cinematic. Right. Are we ready? Now, Josh, I know you've played the next two, I think. Ooh. <laughs> I know you've definitely played this oh, one. It's too late to redeem myself now. No, you can so still try. Oh, well, still tie second. Right. As opposed (laughs) to being third. (laughs) Which is technically third anyway. (laughs) Right, are we ready? Yeah. Five seconds. What the f... Like, I know this one. Any thoughts? Uh, <laughs> is it Sonic? Not no. Wow. It did sound very Sonicy. It does sound a bit Sonicy. Yeah. Anyone else want to buzz up the five second mark, or should we go to ten? We're going to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very uplifting. Is. Is it? Is it Mario Kart? It is Mario Kart. Whoa. Rainbow Roads Mario Kart from the Wii. Holy shit. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well done. Okay. Um, If Josh gets this one, I'm going to have to find a different one so that we have like a tiebreaker at the moment. We're going to have to get a tiebreaker in. Oh. All right, ready? Question 10. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I know that melody. Don't embarrass yourself, Tom. I'm not going to guess it till I know it. Anyone want to jump in? I have no idea. Josh, any thoughts? You said a, what a, a mansion. Possi- Tom. 
Pokemon. It is so Pokemon. It... <laughs> it is Pokemon. Well done. Do you know which one? No. It's fine. It's fine. I'll let you have Pokemon. I'll let you have Pokemon. Um, so it is. I'll play the whole 15 seconds and then I'll tell you what it's from. So lovely. That's a the hospital theme. Oh no, it's not. It's it is Pallet Town. Right. Cat, I would nice. just like to say you told me a bold faced line. You said I played the last two. I had not I th- played that one. Oh, okay, my bad. I did say I didn't know. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, Tom, well done, my dude. You won well today's mate. quiz. Well done, everybody. That's that a tight was one. a hard one. I'm gutted about Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you all did really well. You all did great guesses. And not bad coming third, really. No, not bad coming third. Yeah, still a bronze. That's, that was a tough one. I, I'd only played three of those games, so. Nice. Well, maybe maybe we'll come back if I can find enough ones. I do like doing the hurdle quizzes. I think they're really fun. They are fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay then. Well, we better jump into some news then. Well done, Tom. Um, so our first line of news for today is Sony Interactive Entertainment has completed its acquisition of Destiny Studio Bungie. Um, apparently, it's intended to acquire a deal worth three point six billion. Uh, reading from VGC, uh, the agreement to acquire Bungie has now closed, so we can now officially say welcome to the PlayStation family. Um, yeah, it's in addition to its ongoing work of Destiny 2, Bungie announces a plan to bring in at least one new IP before 2025. The studio is reportedly working on a new Destiny game for mobile in partnership with Chinese tech NetEase, which invested $100 million to become a minority shareholder in Bellevue, Washington studio. Uh, Sony has also announced on Monday that it had completed its acquisition of Haven Studios, the Canadian developer co-founded by Assassin's Creed. So, that's pretty exciting. We've known about that one for a while. What are your guys' thoughts? What do we want from Bungie or what do we want from this acquisition? Uh, Josh, let's start with you. Um, what I really want. Um, what I really, really want. <laughs> what do you want <laughs> from Bungie? And um, I think for Sony, I would like a good first-party FPS. Uh, that's a Sony exclusive um, that we can, well, say we as in, I mean like Sony can kind of show to everyone we have got an FPS because I know Xbox have got a couple of FPSs, you know, Halo being the biggest one. Mm-hmm. I think Sony kind of need to match that in that area. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Cool. Mark's. Where are you with Bungie? Are you excited? Are you not that excited? Are you not bothered? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I got a bit burnt on Destiny 2 just because I kind of got caught up in the hype of it despite saying to myself I wasn't going to buy into a game that was another live service multiplayer focused thing. And I did buy it. I played the campaign and it was a good campaign and then it ended and then I didn't really want to play any of the other content. So I feel like Bungie make very awesome playing games like i love the mechanics and playing their shooters 
but I just don't really like the life service model that they use because um, I just tend to hop off and go play other stuff and then I've no interest in going back even when there's new content and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The mobile thing, zero interest in, won't play it. It doesn't matter what it is or how good it is. If it's on mobile, I just won't play it. Um, I feel like Bungie and Sony have been, because I think even in the article it says that you know Sony are very much looking at this acquisition as a multi-platform for the future. Um, it's very much in line with PlayStation CEO he's just a very like money orientated businessman and he wants to get more on mobile. He wants to get more multi-platform and on PC. Um, so I, I, I would love to see a first party FPS shooter from Bungie for PlayStation, <clears throat> but I don't think that'll be the case. I think it'll be a new IP, the one on mobile and then just continuing destiny with more expansions and live service stuff, which for me, isn't that interesting. Um, and I think it's more an indication of where Sony are going to go in future. But I think it's it's a good deal. I mean, Bungie are excellent at what they do. Sony do need more shooter expertise on their staff. So even if they don't directly make, you know, a first party exclusive title for them, they'll probably get drafted in as expertise for other titles and projects and stuff. And that can go a long way. So, yeah, I agree with Josh. I think Sony does need a flagship FPS ever since Killzone kind of fell off the face of the earth. Um I think they do need one, but I don't think Bungie will be the ones to do it. I think Sony have plans for them to just keep everything multi-platform, which I think is what they agreed when they were initially uh, set out to be taken over. So, yeah, I think it's good news, but not too much for me, I don't think. Yeah, and I think Bungie has come out with a statement as well, kind of basically saying that Destiny isn't really going anywhere. If anything, Sony has just facilitated for them to hire more to get uh, more of a pipeline going and kind of being a bit more of a multimedia company. So yeah, I think maybe we're looking at maybe they're kind of trying to expand to like shows or animations, you know, stuff like that for maybe De- the Destiny IP as well. Yeah, definitely. It feels more like a businessing decision because certainly know that Bungie will make them big bank. So I think that's just what they're going into it for. Nice. Uh- Tom, where are you with uh, Bungie, Destiny, Halo, and kind of what do you want to see in regards to the new IP um, I, I, I pretty much ref- have the same sort of view as Miles and Josh on it. Um, I'm not that bothered about whatever they make. Bungie make good games, like feel-wise. I don't really care about live service stuff, though. Mm-hmm. I did play a fair bit of Destiny 1 and 2. Um, but there's, I think the live service train has gone away. Like, there's too many of them. Um, and you can't expect people to sink time and money into every major uh, developer's live service game. Like, Ubisoft have got, mm-hmm. like, what, two? Yeah. Let's... <laughs> um, it's too much to expect. I'd really just like a good single player game from Bungie. Co-op. If it's a shooter, give it co-op like Halo had. But make give it a multiplayer scene. But don't don't make another live service game. It's it's exhausting. A lot, isn't it? It's very it's, it's highly saturating for a player, isn't it? It can be all encompassing. I mean, that's why Anthem failed. That's why Avengers didn't really see much of a audience because I think people burn out on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the burnout is high. 
uh, I think Destiny 2 has probably become going to become more of a platform than stay Destiny 2 forever. Mm. Um, that seems like the right direction to take it. Now, especially that it's free. Um, it doesn't make sense to make another new game. If you've already got a free platform, you can just mm. put new content on. So yeah, I, can't, I just hope there's something that's not a live service. That's the only way I'm going to really be interested, <laughs> to be honest. I think at this point as well for Destiny, um, I think players are kind of saying like, the entry point is not now, like not anymore. Like there's been so much story stuff that has happened. It isn't going to happen. Isn't going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And like, so you're going to miss a good chunk out of the history of it. Um, so I, I don't know how they're going to kind of introduce yeah. your new audience to further that IP. But we'll wait and see, I guess. I, I don't like what they've done with it. They're like actively removing content people have paid money for, which is gross. Like. Yeah. Like content from a year, two years ago, you just can't play anymore. Mm. Um, it's it's that's awful. That's genuinely like a gross thing they've done. Yeah. Um, like because they sell these expansions for like forty quid or whatever, but you can only play them for a limited time. Like, yeah. I pl- I play Final Fantasy fourteen on and off. Um, I still own and can play every bit of content I've ever bought for that game. Like, yeah. don't take content away from people. I know. Well, I know they had a lot of it was to do with, oh, well, if we keep all the old stuff, it becomes really hard to balance. Then, it's, you don't need to balance PVE. <laughs> like, mm. just make players have fun. Not everything needs to be like nerfed into the ground and yeah. a slow grind. It sounds like a Fortnite model almost, kind of like, you know, they they vault weapons and they vault, you know, yeah. like throwables and stuff like that. It's not that kind of game. Like Fortnite from the jump was free to play. Like mm-hmm. you can add and take away whatever you want at that point. If you're, you know, if you're invested, like I think if you say, if you started playing from Destiny 1, you're paying a premium then. You're paying every expansion then. Death 2 comes on, you pay another premium on top of that. So you're probably spending like, hundreds of pounds at this mm-hmm. point for then it to be taken away as free but then also not not playable yeah it's just which gone. is insane um yeah fortnite seems to have the model right they they do their storytelling in events mm. and then in between events it's just a season of content play the game like because they're not fussed about here's a bunch of quests here's raids but with bungie and destiny it's it when they announced they were removing content, I pretty much said to myself, oh, well, I'm not playing Destiny 2 again. Then, <laughs> like, oh. it's it's gross. Sure. Oh, well, it doesn't look like we're that excited here about finger guns, unless it's not going to be open world. But yeah, it seems like that kind of genre, isn't it? And hopefully they'll make an IP that is completely against the mark and the menu they're already following, but I guess we'll have to see. 2025 is a way off yet, so one IP before then will uh, sit tight, but I guess until then we'll be waiting for the, the mobile version of Destiny and uh, I'm going about that. Well, um, in other news, again reading from VGC, Sony reveals PlayStation Stars and you loyalty digital collectibles. 
they have promised they're definitely not NFTs, which is good. We like to hear that. Um, the program says PlayStation will allow players to earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities, and it launches later this year. Um, also allowing players to have digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, figurines, iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment. Uh, they've also said it's, you know, again, they've said it's definitely not NFTs, it's just a new collectible to earn. There'll be ultra rare collectibles to strive for or something surprising just to collect for fun. Uh, all PlayStation Stars members will also have the opportunity to earn loyalty points. Uh, players will also be rewarded for things such as specific trophies or being the first in a region to platinum a game. Uh, points can be redeemed in a catalogue that may include PlayStation, um, PlayStation Network wallet funds and PlayStation Store products. Uh, yeah, this sounds pretty cool. Um, it does say it's kind of unclear how it's going to be rolled out. It looks like it's going to be by region. Um, and the, the service will launch later in the full this year. Um, but yeah, I know America do a, a different scheme or a kind of very similar scheme around trophies, but this seems like very much like um, when you can see your year in progress and you get loads of icons and avatars for free, but you know, this is just around uh, being loyal to PlayStation, whatever that might look like. Uh, Miles, I know you've been a big fan of wanting some sort of loyalty scheme. I know this is not the five dollars per silver trophy that you might have wanted but what, what are your thoughts on this i mean it'll be nice to finally get rewarded for the time i've wasted in my life getting trophies of which i've got like 50 billion of them um no i i like it i you know this is something that seemed like an obvious thing for sony to do is you know they have a whole trophy system they've had it for over a decade now and you know there's loads of people who get like myself get really obsessive and hoary about it and It'll be nice to get a tangible kind of reward, even if it is just in-game items or little figurines or digital collectors things, whatever. You know, if you can get stuff to like a voucher to redeem on the store, you know, I can't imagine it's going to be particularly like generous, but equally, mm. you know, even if it's just every 50th platinum, you get 10 quid or $10 or whatever to spend on the store. You know, it's better than nothing. And it's just nice that they now have a more tangible reward. I That's do think a it's very generous wish. Ten pounds <laughs> per platinum. No, sorry, per fifty platinums. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus, per platinum, absolutely not. God, could you imagine? I'd be rich. <laughs> um, no, I think it's going to have a couple of knock-on effects. One is that we already see a bunch of trash stuff going on the store just for trophies, even though they have yeah. no tangible reward already. So I think that's going to quadruple in size. And I really do think, I thought it before, but Sony need to kind of crack down on how much dumpster fire used to garbage there is in their store um and i think that's only going to grow exponentially unless they do something about the quality control um and also i think sean's going to be much happier giving his one out of ten reviews to all those garbage trophy bait games um <laughs> yeah i think it, it's a nice scheme i think it's nice that sony are finally doing it it'll be interesting to see what the actual rewards are how much you have to earn before you can actually redeem anything of you know decent value um and they obviously said like campaigns and stuff. And I imagine that's mm -hmm. going to be, I guess I'm thinking in my head, that's going to be first party, anything exclusive. Um, sure. Yeah. Know, the big hits like God of War and stuff will have stuff attached to it. Um, it's going to make some interesting races of people trying to get the plat before anyone else. Because obviously like reviewers get games in advance before release yes. dates yeah. and whether Sony bother to do anything about that or whether they just won't care, just reward the first person who gets it. Because if so, I want my little witch academia VR broom racing platinum <laughs> to count for something. So yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe you should write to Tony Sony. 
I might. I might send them like, like a I'd like really... you to backdate this. This yeah. last of a platinum I got. I want a figurine of Little Witch Academia, and if not, I'm going to sue. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it's good. That's it's not very nice... loyal of you. I don't think you'll be a part of the membership program. <laughs> <laughs> They'll kick me straight out on day one. Yeah. All those platinums gone to waste. Yeah. No, it's it's a cool system. I'm glad they're doing it, but uh, yeah, the proof will be in the detail. Tom, where are you on loyalty, collecting stuff? Do you care about digital collectibles? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a good system. It's nice that they're like catching up with what Nintendo and Microsoft have been doing for a while. Hmm. Uh, they've both got their own reward schemes. Uh, could care less about digital collectibles. That's, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's, it's literally not a thing. <clears throat> it's yes yeah, that's nothing it's nice that they've gone out and said it's not nfts mm-hmm. but saying there's going to be like limited rarities and stuff mm-hmm. makes me think maybe this is loot boxes but without cash i wonder if there's going to be like a streaming element to it yeah like a, um, oh this is this is the avatar for people who stream this game on twitch mm. there it, <laughs> seem, it seems like it could be ripe for some sort of loot box system, but you just spend points, mm-hmm. which you earn by spending mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. Um, as an added thing rather than spend money to get digital crap. Um, and they also haven't said where this digital stuff is going to go. Like, are they going to add some sort of PlayStation Home style app again where you go in and you can look at all your crap? <laughs> Uh, well, like a separate page on the store. Yeah, like, yeah, or like maybe. just just like a little app, maybe like an Astro's <laughs> Playroom style thing. Oh, that'd be cool. There's, there's a like lot a of like museum. yeah, there's a lot of that stuff in um the PS5 Astro thing that comes yeah, with it. Like that is. was all very nice. Um, so it, that very much felt like a museum of PlayStation oh. history. Um, so yeah, this this sounds like it could be similar to that there might be a free app around it i'd like that that'd be cool and pass on to everyone yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like customize your home maybe visit other people's i'm gonna be pretty sad now if it isn't that Uh, (laughs) i was just thinking they were gonna like add it to the profile wasn't it probably will be that it probably like your friends when there is down the hall in their own rooms and stuff like that yeah 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 kind of like it, it, it. In, in my head a really good way to do it would be to would grab, like Astro, yeah. grab onto that animal crossing uh style and let you decorate a house give yourself a little avatar and then visit <laughs> other people's houses see what they've got like it's a little thing that would be nice rather than just i don't know here's a wallpaper that's very true, yeah. I mean, in my yeah. head, I just had it as they would add it to, you know, like when you edit your profile or it, edit your avatar, it probably will. It but, will most likely be Yeah, that. but I really <laughs> like your idea, Tom. That sounds awesome. Uh, I also kind of hope it actually has the opposite effect on the store to what Miles thinks would happen. I think if they're doing something where there's, like, wallet fund incentive for trophies, they might actually crack down a bit on the complete garbage that floods on the store. Mm. But I doubt it. Because it makes some money. Yeah. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Josh, anything to add on this? What are your thoughts on a lot of skill? I know you're very loyal to, to PlayStation and you have a couple of other consoles, but uh yeah. What's what are you thinking? 
I want to flex my figurines all over my profile. <laughs> I want all my little online friends to look at all my toys in my profile <laughs> alongside my trees, is what I want. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I think I, I kind of follow Miles' sentiment about the whole, like, some of the achievements that they're talking about, like, first in a region, like, come on. Like, yeah. Reviewers get them first. Yeah. They go for the platinum first a lot of the time. It's a little bit, like... Um, also, like backdating, are, are people? Are we going to have to play God of War twenty eighteen again to play mm. to get some of the collectibles, mm. um, stuff like that? Uh, I feel like the rewards at best are going to be avatars at this point because we don't have um, we don't have uh, like what are they call like wallpapers. We used to have like themes. Um, yeah, we had used to, yeah we used to have themes on PlayStation yeah. four, um, and that's now gone. Um, but the kind of like coin scheme that Nintendo do having that for like a, for PlayStation digital purchases is like why not why not already have it mm-hmm. anyway yeah um, like it's not too little too late it's just like yeah like Tom said like they're playing catch up like this is things this yeah. is thing, uh, a thing that companies have been doing and it's nice you know like I, I, it's going to be one of those where I think you you buy games regardless of thinking about it and then you rack up enough to have maybe like five pounds or something a game that you're kind of on the fence of mm. maybe five pounds less on that you'll think oh actually yeah maybe at this price I would go for it and then you know you could find your new favorite game um so stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, you make a lot of good points, make a lot of good points about, I think you all do, you know, it isn't like it's too little too late, but it, it, they're not innovative in, in this regard, it, it's no. being done already, um, yeah, how are they going to display it, are they just going to be boring and add it to the, you know, the titles, or actually is there going to be, I think the Astro World, Astro Bot idea is actually great, I think that's such a cool little thing, and if they did that, that'd be awesome, um, like you said, I think it's just going to be avatars, or like, yeah, at this point, uh, simply because it'll be another card on the profile. Um, yeah, maybe maybe in place of that kind of uh, I can't remember what it's called, but you know when you recommend yes, strangers like about. welcoming yeah. or leadership. Or I haven't something got like that. one of them. You know how rude. That's sad. That's <laughs> very sad. sad. It's sad, isn't it? Um, but that's kind of it, it's a very specific um, like mechanic. Like you you have to play a PS Five game. It's normally going to have to be a first-party uh, yeah. PS5 yeah. game, and it's going to have to be from a stranger. They can't yes. be on your friends list. They can't list. be on your friends list. Yeah. So it's a very limited thing to earn, and not something worth earning in the first place. But maybe if you get ten welcomings, you get an, a reward for the, you know, PlayStation yeah. All-Star so that system. Yeah. So like tie it into that or whatever. Yeah. yeah so it kind yeah. of like incentivizes people to go out there play with strangers on their first-party games or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, well, we'll have to see. Like I said, that releases later this year, region by region. Um, I guess we'll find out a little bit more about that um, in June. I think as his- I think as history goes, it's probably kind of Japan first, yeah. US, and then Fair EU, yeah. and then rest of the world. Yeah, it is normally how it's gone. I think that's how it went with the uh, PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they've got their little order now. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're coming. I mean, what we're six, seven months in, so. <sighs> I mean, we've only got five, five, six months to find out. So hopefully that will be coming to us soon. In other news, uh, this is a very mild topic. Uh, Konami has stated that it is preparing to reinstate 
the delisted games from the digital stores. So Metal Gear's 35th anniversary this year, and Konami says it's bringing back the delisted games. As we know, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 um, licenses were, were pulled, and uh, yeah, they're bringing them back. So reading again from VGC, Ross loves VGC. Big up Chris Scully and go on, Scully. Uh, <laughs> um, it says here today marks the 35th anniversary of the original Metal Gear, and the official no, the official Japanese Metal Gear Twitter account posted a tweet celebration uh, celebrating the occasion. However, awkwardly, fans still can't play many series entries on modern consoles due to them having been pulled from the storefronts last year. Konami said on Wednesday. The games would soon return. He said the Metal Gear series launched on 13th of July 1987 celebrates its 35th anniversary today. We are preparing to resume the sale of titles that have temporarily been suspended. Um, so this statement likely specifically relates to Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, but there seems to be lots of others. There seems to be a big old list um, that have been temporarily removed from sale and presumably the ones that Konami is referring to in this new tweet. So I'm going to read these out and then I'm going to hand it over to Miles, who is uh, the Metal Gear slash Metal Gear Solid, you know, super fan. And we'll go from there. So uh, that, that includes Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, uh, Metal Gear Solid HD Edition, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. These are all Vitas, PS3s, Vita, PlayStation Now, Xbox 360, 3DS, GOG.com and N NVIDIA Shield. Nvidia Shield, never heard of it. Nvidia, uh, Nvidia, Nvidia, Nvidia. Thank you, Joshua. Uh, Miles, tell us more. Are you hyped, or do you not care? I mean, I still have my Metal Gear Solid HD collection, so I can still play these two on my PS3. Okay. Um, I think it is. It's good that they're coming back. You know, for the sake of uh, game preservation, all the rest. It's nice to have them available for people, <clears throat> particularly if, as Konami announced last year, if they are working on remasters or remakes of the games. It's nice to have the originals for people to go back to and play. Uh, originally, I thought the story related to Metal Gear 1 and 2, but it actually turns out it is Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Um, because effectively what Hideo likes to do, um, or used to like to do, was put like actual real-life footage, either captured or taken or whatever, and insert it into like certain cutscenes of the game. And apparently the licensing for that footage uh, ran out last year, so they had to pull it from sale. And I imagine if Konami are going to be bringing them back, what they're probably going to do is just take that footage out or try to renew the license. So either you'll get a slightly watered down version, but it's not very much, if a lot, um, that you'll be missing out on. Um, and if they do renew the license, then grand. Um, like I said, it's nice to have them back. Two and three are my favorite games of potentially all time. Um, I had a big argument about which one to put in our top 10 list uh, when we did that a few weeks months ago now mm. um and metal gear solid 3 especially is just like unbelievably phenomenal um so it's nice that that's available and yeah just the other versions that are unavailable is just like in collections so like the hd collection has mgs 2 and 3 uh both packaged for ps3 and i guess the video one is just like part of a software program i'd imagine um yeah no it's really good news for once kunami actually doing something right and doing a good thing by mgs instead of wasting it away like metal gear survive um, so fingers crossed we'll actually get some even better news later in the year when we get some announcements of remasters or remakes because um, then I will definitely be jumping back on to play them for the 50th time each um, yeah good news 
Nice. Uh, Josh, where are you with uh, Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid? Are you excited or, I mean, Tom made a really good point that, you know, if you own it, you can still play it. It's, it's only from the stores. And Miles, you seem to have fallen into that, but, but Josh, where are you with this? Uh, I feel like I'm in the same boat, really. Um, I think we're, we're talking about, um, but being Konami, uh, they've kind of done the same thing with Silent Hill as well. Um, so I know two and three specifically were on PlayStation now. Uh, and, but now that it's the new model, they're not on there any longer. Um, so maybe it's an attempt at both their franchises to kind of take them away, reinstate them when the time is right, as in like the hype for these possible remakes. Like I know Silent Hill, one of Silent Hills are being remade. Uh, apparently, um, as well as a sequel, uh, potentially by Blooper Games. Um, so I think this is kind of all very, like, you know, tactical in on their part in terms of business. It just kind of makes more business sense to have it on their terms and make as much money from all of their titles. Mm-hmm. Nice. Tom, Metal Gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad, glad they're back. But I've got a Series X now, and I did look to get the two and three remaster, but yeah, it's gone. And that has been since late last year, I think. Um, Peace Walk is still there, Revengeance is still there. So, yes, I think it's archival footage that they show in those, like, uh, where there's millions of cutscenes where they describe. Uh, something that happened in a war and they'll mm-hmm. use archival footage of it and yeah that seems to be gone I don't think they'll have gone in and removed it they'll have probably just got the license and rights back for it so it's, it's probably genuinely cheaper to get the license and rights for old footage rather than go into a almost 20 year old game and remove it and then remake, recompile the whole game. That's that's a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's some free good press for Konami, who mm. seem to be, you know, making a mess of everything since they got rid of Kojima. <laughs> like, <laughs> the chaos. Yeah, yeah. Back I it will bring everything back. It's, but it's deserved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's all Pachinko machines at this point, so... Yep, that Metal Gear Solid Free Snake Eater Pachinko machine made me real sad because it looked real good. Those cutscenes <laughs> look incredible. They're, they're amazing. Um, and it's locked behind this little fucking gambling machine. Like, and they locked and they took uh Kojima's engine, the Fox engine, and put Pro Evo on it, and then they fucked that up too. <laughs> like they've messed. I don't think they've put out anything that's been really well received since they got rid of Kojima after Metal Gear 5. Metal Gear Survive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Critically, critical (laughs) darling Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. I bought it for like six quid and I regret it. It's, yeah. Two meal deals you could have got. Genuinely, I could have got some. That could have been lunch and dinner. Two lunches. I could have got some McNuggets. And instead, I got fucking Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> it's, it's it's annoying because that game had cool ideas, but it's just it just squandered the license. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's 
I'll I'm gonna buy it because like Metal Gear Solid Two and Three are great. Nice. Ideally, we won't have to buy them, and they will be on streaming services like Xbox Game Pass, yeah, and, yeah. and PlayStation Plus is yeah. is what I'm hoping for. That's like best case scenario. I, I know that the two and three, like the the backwards compatible ones, that's that's a three sixty game, so I don't think that will be on Game Pass, but it'll oh, that's a shame. Gone. Because they've got Revengeance on there, and that's obviously seen a resurgence recently because of memes. Yeah, um, I mean PlayStation now did have two and three, the HD collection. Yeah, yeah. So I think I feel like there is some room to uh, possibly have it on it's, our current consoles. It's, but... it's more likely to go on PlayStation's one because obviously that you can't do backwards compatibility for three D uh, for PS3. Mm. So having old like having like you said like the Silent Hill collection on there again to build hype for these potential remakes that have been long rumored mm-hmm. would be something nice all right then um so that's Metal Gear Solid well Metal Gear happy anniversary to that uh, mm-hmm. I know some very exciting some very exciting stuff and um yeah it seems like we're pretty excited to have it back I of course don't care <laughs> I do care. I just have never played it, so it's just not my thing. Um, <laughs> it comes back. It's your, it's the perfect time to try it, and absolutely. you will. Yeah, absolutely. You can play yeah, it but... alongside with Mars, and you'll really like. Joe, you know what? You're not wrong about this. But you know what? I don't know if I can play it again anymore because I'm like, go over there, go over there. Did you know this? And I'll get loads of facts in my ear, and I'll, I just won't be able to play it because I'll have a very excited puppy next to me about my. I actually opinion. wouldn't. With Metal Gear, I'm very respectful of people's time playing it. I uh, leave it to it. <laughs> it's oh, just too precious to me. It's too precious to me not to. Fair enough. Okay. So I'm not actually like that with Metal Gear. I'm just like that with everything else. See, if you use the ketchup and then lie on the floor in the prison cell, they'll think that you're bleeding and they'll come into the prison cell and then you can knock them out. What, what do you mean you didn't kill... What do you mean you killed the end by actually fighting him in a proper duel? You didn't just turn the the clock forward a yeah, week? You just, just didn't wait for old age to kick in. <laughs> or just snipe him when you first see him in the game in the wheelchair. Just snipe that, him there and he does. That is incredibly satisfying. It's even better that the wheel then flies up into the sky and smacks yeah, you on the head. It just explodes. Out of context, that statement must sound so weird, and I really hope that that's motivated you to play MGS3 because oh, the game is incredible. It kind of has, yeah, it's, kind of has. It feels oh, like a lot of Metal Gear moments are, are very that out of context. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, and even like the prison bit in MGS3, where if you like mm. t- uh, talk to paramedic and then save it and close it down and reopen it, and you play like a demo for an entirely different game as a nightmare sequence for Snake, it's boss. That sounds sick to be fair. I'll give it a go. We'll, we can play it together. We can know, make a sad day out of it. You might need like an entire day just to watch all the cutscenes. <laughs> they just True. go on forever. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, and our last news uh, roundup of the week. A Lollipop Chainsaw remake has been announced for 2023. Uh, according to the developers, the game will have a more realistic approach to graphics. It's producing. What, what is wrong with my reading out skills today? I'm telling you, it's too hot. The game will have a more realistic approach to the graphics it, its producer claims. That's because it's spelt wrong on the website. Sorry, Chris Kelly, I love you. But, uh, <laughs> um, a remake of co action game Lollipop Chainsaw has been announced by one of its former publishers. Um, it says here... On VGC, again, Chris Scullion, big up Chris Scullion. We love him here at Finger Guns. Uh, in May, it was announced that Yasuda would be leaving uh, Kata, 
oh, come on, it's too hot for this, Kadokawa and be establishing a new company called Dragami Games. And now Yasuda has confirmed that a Lollipop Chainsaw remake is one of the company's first projects. In a statement posted on Twitter, Yasuda said, unfortunately, fact has resulted in things making it so that fans can no longer easily play Lollipop Chainsaw and it's been some time since players have not been able to access um, the game on current consoles. We, the original development staff on Lollipop Chainsaw, think of the game as very precious and we do not want to leave it in limbo where players are not able to play it. As such, we purchased Lollipop Chainsaw intellectual property and decided to develop a remake. Um, they've also, they also go on to say that the initial game has 15 licensed songs they use in the soundtrack, which is going to be very difficult for them to try and get licenses back, but they have been, as a result, from a few licenses, will contain new music, but it will have some oldies and goodies as well. They've also said that most of the original staff are working on the remake from the 2012 original. Uh, you can check out the producer's message on Twitter posted July 5th, 2022. Um, Tom, have you ever jumped into Lollipop Chainsaw? It's an old game. What do you I think? Have, I've not played it, but I, I know it was like pretty popular, um, oh. like cult-wise, yeah. yeah. Um, but this remake doesn't have Suda51 or James Gunn attached to it, which mm-hmm. um, is a big red flag for me. Like they... I remember a lot of the promo stuff for this game and there was a lot of interviews with James Gunn because he was the co-writer on it and Suda's obviously mm-hmm. very, very much a cult fan favourite developer. Uh, they've both come out on Twitter, I think, and said, yeah, like up until this got announced, I had no idea it existed. And that's, 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 a, that's a red flag on this. Um, I mean, obviously it's not, a, it's probably not going to be like a, full-on remake ground up rewritten um because like i I don't know because they're calling it a remake still um so we'll probably have the same script yes they're trying to say that most of it's going to be um the same but it's going to have a more realistic approach yeah it's going to be polished but if it's a more realistic like the the game had sort of a cel-shaded art style i'm pretty sure as well like it looked visually Mm. distinct and if you just make it look like real people i don't know i don't think i'll fit with the tone the tone of that game is pretty over the top um yeah yeah i i i it's not on my radar really as soon as as soon as i it came out that because i i saw the initial um headline from vgc on twitter and was like oh cool that's that's nice that Suda's coming back for that, and uh, oh, he's not, and neither is James yeah. Gunn. Yeah, and and they're two of the most like sort of build like top build creative people on that game, and they're just not involved whatsoever. So it's it's a bit of a bummer. I'll keep an eye out on it, but I, I'm not going to rush to get it. I don't think. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I will. I just watched the trailer. It just gives me massive OG Harley Quinn vibes in a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> I mean, it looks really cool, though. Um, and you're right, it does have a very unique aesthetic to it. Uh, Josh, have you ever jumped into Lollipop Chainsaw? Uh, no, I've not at all. Um, like Tom, I've always heard of it. Um, and kind of what you both guys have been saying, kind of the graphical change of it, it really sounds like um, what kind of Dead Rising 
two was to I believe was it Dead Rising three where it was on the Xbox One. Yeah, Dead Rising three. Yeah, yeah. And, they completely yeah changed and it, it. kind of kind of went for more of a realistic approach as opposed to kind of the art style that it had in the original games. Um, and I don't think that sat well with many people. Um, I'd never played it. Um, and I didn't know about the whole James Gunn thing, uh, him not having any involvement in it, because um, I was thinking, oh, well, of course, it makes perfect sense. Like, James Gunn is so popular right now. Like, why not re- re- reintroduce a game that he was a big part of maybe probably have his name plastered all over promotional material and um and make money basically technically um, they still could have it's still his script i mean i reckon they will yeah at this point just say look it's james gunn you know him from suicide squad guardians of the galaxy you know mm. peacemaker tv show so like here's here's a game that he's made back in the day and um you know, print print money, but yeah, I, I've heard it's a good game. I heard it's um, very cartoony, very slapstick. It reminds me, I think, like a bit like how Devil May Cry, the old original ones, play a little bit, a bit arcade styley. Um, and yeah, it's kind of throw off throwing off a lot of notes that I made because I, I was thinking, oh, yeah, potential to greenlight new game ideas from the mind of James Gunn. You know, whether it be uh dc related titles that he's worked you know since worked on kind of like close with john cena and peacemaker and stuff or his own original ideas um but yeah that's that's what i've got to say about that one nice uh miles have you ever jumped in are you interested to jump back in what are your thoughts on this uh, this is one I've never actually played. Uh, I remember seeing a bit about it at the time that it came out and thinking it just looked very weird for the sake of being weird. Uh, I didn't really know who Suda51 or James Gunn were at the time, so I don't think I had like the appreciation of actually how good it could have been. Um, but even like looking it back up today, this is one of the more surprising ones, I think. It's actually a nice story in the sense that this is a... I guess a director who wants to do it for the fans to re-engage with a game of which there's probably, like you guys have said, like quite cult following, but I imagine it's not the biggest following. So it's kind of just a nice story of people giving the fans kind of what they want. But equally, like you both have mentioned, I think there are red flags here of the original people aren't attached to it anymore. The updated visual style, it's always really dangerous territory when you get into that, especially when it's very like cartoonist cartoonish cell shaded you know you're always walking on thin ice in that kind of situation i always think like you know if someone remade borderlands one and said oh we're gonna update the graphics and make it really realistic everyone would be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> um i also really don't like borderlands so i don't know why i use that but yeah it's it's not one i'll probably play anyway um i wasn't interested back then i don't think i'll be interested in it now but like i said i think it's just a nice story for people who want to play it again and want to experience it at least they're doing it for them I have found James Gunn's tweet on it. Oh, uh, yeah, give so it a read. He, uh, to an- this is James Gunn's Twitter. To answer the question in the article, neither I nor Suda51 are currently involved in this. I heard about it for the first time from Suda a couple of weeks ago. Someone asked if he endorsed it, and he said, I neither endorse nor condemn it. I simply oh. didn't know anything about it, but his articles are starting to slap our names on there. I think it's important to make clear that we were never approached about it. Oh. So... 
I've got a happy tweet, is it? That's a very like balanced, you know. Yeah, like you know, civil. Yeah, it's 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 you know neither endorsed nor condemned. Like just, but just putting it out there that he's not involved, just in case it is garbage. (laughs) Yeah, just in case, and then that's happening. And that's very true. If you're gonna you know name someone and try and trash them through the mud, it's very clear that they aren't involved. Um, so don't expect that kind of involvement, but it is a remake, so it's still be, I guess, playing on the ideas that they had in the original game. Um, yeah, I think he's throwing a little bit of shade at the people. That, that it, it's a bit a of a to- bit. There is a bit of a tone, isn't there? That's what I mean. Like, but I don't blame him because I feel like there is like unwritten rules when it comes to like licensing and using other people's names and ideas oh. and uh, original IPs. Like, I know business wise, like. If you've got the paperwork, why not? But it is like a courtesy of being like, hey, we're thinking of doing this. What do you think? Like, just the, just the question, like, you know, just a heads up before it hits, like, newspapers and, like, mm-hmm. fans are now excited for it. Like, you probably should have been told a little bit sooner. Yeah, at least letting him know they were going to do it. Because they probably, like you said, they probably are going to use his name to sell it mm-hmm. now that he's, you know, one of the best like most creative directors out there um yeah they're, they're gonna definitely mention him to sell copies yeah from the mind of james gunn yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely and i guess in the in the remit of the fact that this is a very obvious from 2012 this remake we've just spoken about uh, kind of delisted games kind of coming back uh to the market do you guys more generally have any kind of fun delisted games you'd love to see come back or any memories from delisted games that you I guess cherish uh Tom I'll start with you PT oh PT yeah it's the saddest cancellation ever and delisting uh ever yeah and that's that was the last interesting thing Konami did like mm-hmm. to add to the Metal Gear stuff Mm-hmm. Um, the cancellation of that game is like my one like big video it game like sad thing. <laughs> like every now and again, something will come up about. So it happens less and less now, obviously, because we're years out from it. But like, so many games are still like very PT yeah. inspired. inspired. That that we did just a have lot. Madison come out, which is hugely mm-hmm. PT inspired, and. Yeah, it's it's just like a huge bummer that that game died the way it did because it was probably going to be outstanding. Yeah, <laughs> it's... yeah, it's very very sad. Oh, Josh, <laughs> after that sad note, any delicious games you'd love to see come back, or any memories of games that you very much it, cherish? I've been thinking about it, and I just feel like. No matter what property or franchise that you kind of like nostalgic for, there is something that has facilitated that in recent memory. Um, like uh, things like Jet Set Radio Future, I'd love another game of or something like that. Mm. But there is a game coming to Xbox that is pretty much exactly like that game. Oh, uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk or something? I yeah, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Yeah. So, like things like that, like, I. I can think of something and then probably someone's going to come out anyway that's going to be a spiritual successor in some way. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think of like PlayStation 1 games that I absolutely adored and they're 
no more, but at the moment I'm drawing a blank completely. This was time for someone else to take. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if you were thinking. That's no, all right. I was leaving I was you space. I was thinking too hard. That's all right. Jump in if you uh, remember. Miles, any delistees that you'd like to see come back? Not technically delisted, but just like PS1 games that we just don't get to play. Like you said, yes. Josh, you were thinking of PS1 era, and so was I. And I thought, you know, Sony should have done a better job of making PS1 2 games more accessible to us. And they're, although they're not technically delisted it's it's hard to play them until this new service actually becomes mm-hmm. a proper service and not a selection of mm-hmm. 15 shit games and all that, that all about i'm sure there are people who do care but not me that premium uh, tier at the moment is like kind of a joke for classic stuff yeah it's worthless like i mean there are probably a couple in there people do like but it's not what people wanted when this was announced mm-hmm. and for me it is things like dino crisis the original resident evils you know all that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. people are nostalgic for and they want that's what i kind of miss and dino crisis mm-hmm. is especially for me just because dino crisis 2 finishes on one of like the most massive cliffhangers in a video game franchise ever and it's never had well, there was a Dino Crisis 3, but it didn't follow that story, which was just ridiculous. Um, so it was completely left and dropped, and it's been wasted ever since. And it's a shame that we don't get to easily go back and play those games, even though they were so good. Um, and people would, you know, people will pay for that premium tier if the games are on there that they remember fondly and are nostalgic for. Um, so yeah, I didn't have like a particular game. Um, there's none that I've ever really been delisted other than PT, which thanks Tom yeah. for mentioning that because I wouldn't have even thought of that. Um, that I've ever been that bothered by, but I just miss some of those games that we used to play as kids and are just mm. really difficult. I slide my copy of MGS1 just so that I can play it on my PS3 every now and then. Nice. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I mean, PT was on my list. It's got Pilgrim vs. the World. That was a, that was a great okay, game. That came back. Back. They re-released it last year. <gasps> this is what I'm saying. It's, Everything it's, comes back around. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's on sale right it now. Is, it is. It's like yeah. five on pounds the, on, the yeah. oh, on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, on the Switch. No, I think oh. it's on PlayStation sale oh, as well. Well, shit. I'm gonna go get that right this second. Um, I'm also with uh Miles on not necessarily delisted. Just really hard to to play. Glover. I'd love to see a Glover come back at one point. Oh, no, Glover is a little hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great game. Fuck a great uh, game. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game complete edition, is £3.95 on PS4 <gasps> right now. Oh, my God. It's I'm going to buy immediately. It's, it's got the Knives Chow and Wallace DLC as well. Like, uh, this. It's all Kat, if you get it, Kat, if you get it, I'll get it too. We'll play it. Fit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was a great PlayStation game. Which one? The Lost in Time. Lost in Time was great. Yeah, Lost in Time, absolute the shit. Slash. An action was sick too. The movie tie-in one, Space Jam. That was an amazing <laughs> oh, the game Space too. Jam basketball game. Yeah, I remember playing that. I do when remember I was very that really young. vaguely. <laughs> I feel like there might be like a couple of like JRPGs um, in history that I'd love to be able to have easy access to, like. Um, vagrant story or um, like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really, I hear those games are so revered in those genre, mm-hmm. and not to have easy access to them, I but maybe they're delisted. Chrono Trigger um, has a PC version, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, Vagrant Story hasn't come back. 
Yeah, like console editions, mm-hmm. like to maybe be on the PlayStation Premier tier or something like that. I'd love to see. Yeah, well, there you have it. Okay, next up is our recommendations. This is where you can recommend anything from a book, a film, a game, a piece of food, a burger, even a supermarket for all we know. Um, so, Miles, what is recommendation this week? Uh, mine's a bit different for me. It's Audible. I uh, recently set up a phone contract with A2 and as part of it, I got to choose like an extra add-on for three months free trial or whatever. Um, so I picked Audible because I had all the other ones already. Um, and I've been listening to a book called Dead Silence, which is inspired by Dead Space. And it's also a bit like uh, Titanic in space, but turned into like a giant horror movie. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's nice because I'm, I really loved reading the Game of Thrones books about a decade ago. And then I always thought to myself, I'll get into reading a bit more. You know, it's good. It gives you a bit of vocabulary, all that kind of stuff. And then I just never have, despite owning all of the Witcher books, I've never actually sat down and read through them all. Um, so I figured this would be a good way to sort of read, but not. And it's actually really nice just kind of lying down and just listening to horror stuff. Yeah, it's really relaxing. Nice. I don't really know where I was going with that point until I got halfway through and I was like, huh, that doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> you're, you are right. I fall asleep to horror stories. Literally, like, it's great. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just so, like, relaxing. Um, Do you have to, like, take time to scroll back and, like, see where you are? So I already, I already thought that would be a problem. So I'm, like, five chapters in, about two hours worth of having listened in, and I haven't had to go back and repeat anything once. If anything, like as the narrator's like talking through it um you build like a much for me like a much more vivid picture in your mind as they're talking because you don't have to read and think at the same time you can sort Mm -hmm. of just listen and like I really expected to struggle with keeping up with it and forming it like an image in my head but actually I found it much more vivid to follow from listening to it rather than reading it myself so yeah it surprised me I think it's easier than you expect it to be um, I used to really like Audible for long drives. It's really, really good if you want to put on a podcast. I listen to, um, is it This Doesn't Hurt by Adam Kay? And he, it's his tales of being a junior doctor and how he, like, it was really, really interesting, but really, really funny. And he went around all the wards and he had to work on the maternity ward and he was like, oh no, I'm the only man here. Like, all that stuff. And it was, yeah, it was really interesting and how he nearly missed his wedding day and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'd really rate Audible too. It's, it's, a, it's a TV show now. now. It is now, isn't it? They've, yeah. they've commissioned it on the BBC. Yeah, with Paddington yeah. Bear, isn't it? <laughs> Paddington Bear, isn't it? Not, not the Paddington Bear. The actor who plays Paddington Bear nice. is, is the actor. <laughs> nice. Uh, Josh, what is your recommendation for this week? SPF 50, all over <laughs> you for the rest of the week. Yeah. Do not go out of the house without some SPF on you look at that, that sensible is... recommendation that was literally mine up. as well was that actually oh. it was actually drinking water and wearing sunscreen <laughs> failing that having some what's it's extra crunchy flaming hot flavored nice the absolute like daddy of all crisps yeah, oh, yeah. right yeah. now no, right yeah, now they're killing it uh-huh. uh tom what is your recommendation I've also got a sensible recommendation. Oh, look uh, at this. Sensible recommendation week. I bought uh, one of those insulated, like, metal bottles to drink water from. Yeah. 
this fucking thing you put ice in it and it's cold for 24 hours do you know what i was just looking at my bottle and i was like do i do i recommend this i bought it from primark and it's a winnie the pooh one and i just don't have ice and i was thinking in a minute i'm gonna go on amazon and mm-hmm. buy an ice tray because i was like i wonder if it does and you've just said it does uh i can send you the link to the one i bought <laughs> well i have an instant but i literally ah, okay. i literally like bought it like the other day and I was like, hmm, but I just need an ice tray. I might buy the ice trays. You know, yeah, like the one where yeah, you can yeah, pop yeah. Get, them out. Get an ice tray, fill yeah. it with ice, and mm. it stays cold I love all it. day. I love Even it. if I refill it, it's still cold. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try that tomorrow. Yeah, um, that's, with my that's, that's, that's my sensible recommendation. But I also got a Kindle because of Prime Day. Mm. Like like Miles, I also use Audible. I uh, I listen to books when I write my reviews. Uh, I, 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 I can't, I typically can't like do something else while I'm listening to stuff, but I also want to get back into reading and what was it? Dead Silence, I think Miles said he was yep. uh, listening to. I, yeah. yeah, I, that is on my Kindle. It was recommended <gasps> to me by my oh, friend. Oh, nice. Um, Cause she loves, she loves Dead Space. And she told me, I asked for recommendations because I'm getting back into reading. Uh, I've read one book in the last 10 years and that's like a huge travesty in my head. Uh, so I'm trying to get back into it. But yeah, Dead Silence is in there. I'm currently reading The Whisper Man by Alex North, which is very good. Um, but yeah, Kindle is great. I, I bought some books recently, like physical books. But I don't like holding them, like, because they're too thick and awkward. Oh my God, I thought like that about the Switch. My neck hurts. <laughs> uh, but the, the Kindle that I got is tiny. It's, it's slightly bigger than my phone. Uh, and it's just really comfortable to read on. And the screen is really good. I've heard a lot about like these e-ink screens being really different and almost looking like paper, and they really do. I sort of gambled on on that, if if that was true or not. But it worked out. And yeah, I'm oh. having a great time reading again, especially during this drought of games that's yeah. sort of been going on the last month or so. I feel like I'm letting the, letting the site down. I've not reviewed anything since Eurokill. You know what? I haven't reviewed anything for a while now as well. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a review in the bag. I'm sure I'll have it out by next week. Yeah. Um, but it's Codemus on Slack, so check that out. Um, amazing. I do also have a sensible um, thing, and uh, a lot of people have been opening their curtains and opening their windows. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's my recommendation. You are sending hot air into your room, and you'll get hotter. Uh, so when it's cool open your window for an hour close it again and shut your window you will stay cool all day in that room that is my handy recommendation it goes against everything I think about when I feel hot um so it does take a while I've been working in the dark but it has kept me very cool um drink lots of water stay safe look up the signs of heat exhaustion and heat stroke if you get think you have heat stroke Go to the emergency room, go to the accident emergency room. It's really serious. It can get really serious and it's a gnarly, gnarly thing to have. But if you have heat exhaustion, just look after yourself. Um, it feels like it feels like a bug, but it's just feeling very, very hot. Um, Ross has also just written in um, with his recommendation. So everyone say hi to Ross. Hi, Ross. Um, 
and he has written the following. Let's have a little look see. Listen up, game owners, hell. Just listen up, Xbox fans. I've seen the future, the glorious, perfect, surprisingly filthy future. And the future, my friends, is cleaning playgrounds and golf buggies with a power hose. That's right, Power Wash Simulator is now available on Xbox, and it's by far the most fun I've had this week with something phallic and elongated in my hand. <laughs> I could sing its praises for hours, but I have no doubt this podcast is coming to a swift end and you don't mean me to carry on. But what will I say if there's never been a video game as cathartic and relaxing as Power Wash Simulator? Lake, more like fake. Ouch. He's going to regret that in the morning. Power Wash Sim is so good, even Chris Hard put down Horizon to work his way through it. God, I love it. And when you play it, you will too. Future Lab can literally do no wrong. Happy hosing. Power Wash Simulator is something I've seen all over TikTok in the last two days, and I really, really want it. So it's on, it's on Game Pass. I've got it oh, installed already. I want it. And apparently, when you do it at the end, you can see a little video of you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. It's very satisfying. Um, but yeah. Um, so out this week, this is where I talk about all the new releases that are coming to uh all of the consoles this week. Um, and July 19th, as in tomorrow, sees the release of As Dusk Falls on platforms Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. That is that game that looks like a trippy comic strip. <laughs> so we'll have to check that out tomorrow. Um, as If I remember rightly, that is coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let me know if you end up playing it, because I want to know if it's as trippy as the trailer makes out. Oh, uh, <laughs> It looks really hideous. I was going to say, don't, I don't think any, anything's. I think, I think, keen on I it. think everyone who was on on the Xbox, yeah, we all hated like, it. Yep, no, yeah, don't like, like the look no. of that. And then the thing is, the story. I kind of sang it praises a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I had the Xbox to play it, but it sounds like it, it's getting uh, it's getting praised for its story. Yeah, yeah I've seen, I've seen as low a score as two out of five. Like I've I've seen some mixed stuff on it, but vi- I don't like the visuals of it. But yeah, I like those types of, of stories. Sure. It's absolutely my kind of game for sure, but just the visuals is not mm. bad. Um, July nineteenth actually sees a busy day, so we've got um, Endling Extinction is Forever coming to PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Fallen Angel coming to Switch and PC. Into the Breach coming to iOS, iOS, Android. The infamous. Cat game is released tomorrow. Alapana, don't talk to me right now. It's being released on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC. It is th- free for the first week, even if you don't have a subscription to extra or premium. So if you feel like you can finish a game in the week, get it. It will be worth downloading. I can see some very good reviews up. Um, embargo was today. Um, so you can catch the reviews for Stray right now basically but it releases tomorrow and if you have extra or premium you will get that game for free nice and shiny in your subscription um july 21st uh brings bright memory infinite to playstation 5 xbox series xs and switch um july 21st also brings coromon to switch very cute cuddly looking game and um i'm gonna say this exactly how i read it live a live live alive live alive i'm gonna say it's live alive um, it is Live Alive. Live Alive is coming to Switch on July 22nd. And that's it really for this week. Um, I didn't that... realise that game was out so soon. <laughs> it catches up on us fast, doesn't it? Um, yeah, right then. That is everything from us. 
that is episode 163 thank you all so much for listening to this podcast and don't forget if you want to follow us all you can absolutely everywhere just check the link tree in the bio in the description below to find us in all the places possible if you want to follow us on twitter you can fngrgns or you can follow us individually and you can do that as well in the description below where you'll find all of our handles below except miles who's smart and doesn't have twitter if you do want to follow josh he is at shoot film i think no he's not yes you are uh, I am at Joshua Thompson without the O in my first name. There you go. Or you can follow us individually. <laughs> um, if you really like what we do, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month, which keeps this podcast alive and kicking on its various podcast services and keep the website nice and sparkly. But that's it. We'll be back very soon. In fact, you'll only have to wait a few more days as a special podcast is being filmed in the next couple of days along the lines of a Dynasty Warriors special with our very own Miles Thompson and Ethan Lawrence. But after that, we'll be back with our weekly pod as normal services resume. Can't wait for you to come back for that, and we hope you do. But until then, it's goodbye from Tom Woods. Goodbye. (laughs) It's goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. And it's goodbye from our very special returning guest, Josh Thompson. See you later. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Kat, and we will see you next time on the Finger Dance Podcast.